Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 289 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And this episode is sponsored by Kayla Crater. Thanks, Kayla. Thank you, Kayla. Thank you. Guys, today we will be discussing part three of the final chapter, chapter three of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. And this is the final part of the final chapter. The final countdown. I cannot believe it. Okay. Well, it's called the white tomb and we're going to try and have some laughs. (laughs) <laughs> she just Dumbledore gets encased in a white tomb. <laughs> so make sure that you've finished this book and you're ready to grieve your way over the details, everyone. Mm. But before we get all in our feelings, um, we have weekly profit news that I'm not sure I know about. So, as we know, Harry Potter the Exhibition started in Philly and then it mm. moved to Atlanta and it is now moving to New York City. And must be. Nice. Um, and the tickets are on sale today, the, as of the day of recording, which is April 10th. So, when you're listening to this, they have already been on sale. Um, so, yeah, if you are in that area, even though, like, that's super close to Philly, <laughs> it's kind of yeah, a similar market. But, um, you know. It's more convenient, probably, for some people being in the city. Yeah. You know, some Um, people don't want to, or don't have the means to travel. Now it's, like, right by you. And also, like, the store is in New York City. Mm -hmm. Cursed Child is in New York City. So you could, like, literally have, like, a whole Potter-filled weekend (sighs) in New York City, which is super cool. In New York. Every jungle where dreams of me I love New York City. So do I. I really do. I don't like getting there. I agree. The flight to New York <laughs> yeah. City sucks. And every time we go, it's horrid. We have <laughs> such awful times. I don't like with it. Travel every time yeah. we go. I don't really. like car rides, and I'd rather just sit in a car. I actually, I prefer driving to New York City than flying. The, the it's too small. Yeah, the it's planes are always tiny. It's so turbulent because the plane is tiny. Ugh. <laughs> I hate it so much. That's honestly that flight home is what did me in. That like was it sent a me. Scary. Well, that it was, was the wind. The wind we, storm, right? Yes, we dropped, mm-hmm. and people screamed. Mm-hmm. We got redirected to Columbus. I know you had it. <laughs> we way were worse. landing, and then it went swoop <laughs> way up high. Never mind. We're not going to be able to land. Gosh, it was horrid. Yep. It was so horrid. Yep. Which is yeah. why I need to go to talk to my doctor and say, sometimes I get nervous. On I air. need help. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, that is exciting for New York City. I am happy that it's coming to you. It is a fun time. I hope that you guys enjoy it. Um, and that is the weekly profit. Make sure to follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends because we just finished Half-Blood Prince and we're about to get real for real with Deathly Hollows and they should join us. Anyway, subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Blick Podcast <laughs> and follow us on Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, and TikTok. Oh my gosh, things are happening at Swish and Blick Cast. 
If you would like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash SwishFlickCast. Stop laughing at me. not to. My face hurts. Supporting our podcast keeps us going, and it gives you access to our exclusive Felix Files episodes, Discord channel, live recordings, trivia games, Swish Swag Boxes, and more. By the way, Swish Swag Boxes are being dropped off at the post office tomorrow. You finished without me. We did. Aww. I'm sorry. Sorry, I didn't know that you wanted. They no, I'm sorry, more. I didn't help you. Oh, it's no, okay. it's okay. They, uh, yeah, the messed up fifty of the item, guys. That was a came mess. Back <laughs> and almost all of them were good, so it was acceptable. Mm. Um, so yeah, yep. fun times. That but was they a journey. are officially done, labeled, and going to be dropped off tomorrow. Awesome, you guys. Bye. Which, by the way. Um, the deadline to join for the next box is April 30th. So. Real soon. <laughs> Real soon. Um, if you'd like the next box, which we haven't decided on a theme yet, but I have faith in us. It's going to be a good theme. I just know, you know, because it's yeah. how we are. Yeah. So yeah, those boxes will go out <clears throat> in July. Mm-hmm. I'm putting it out there into the world right now. Okay. Send us the vibes. They're going out in July. Yeah, yeah I got some downtime coming up. So <sighs> this oh. is true. We got to come up with a. We got to come up with a thing now mm-hmm. so that Katie on mm-hmm. her downtime after surgery can just like make the designs, and mm-hmm. we'll just like pick what we want, and then be ready to order. Yep. Yep. Nice. Yep, yep, yep. 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 Um. So, thank you all so much for your support. If you would like to send us your Potter story, we are always accepting them. People ask us all the time. We are always taking Potter stories. Or if you just want to send us any fun things or questions or concerns or Potter news that you stumble across yes. that you want to share with us, anything, send it our way. Our email is swishflickcast at gmail.com. Ooh, should we also say we got a new P.O. box? Oh, we yeah, did we get did. a new P.O. box. Thank you. I don't know what um, it is. Our redirect should be set up so if something gets sent to the orlando one it should get redirected to our new box um in cleveland however if anybody is interested it's going to be in the show notes and it is also p.o box three Three, four three five four four that's a lot of numbers (laughs) and then wait it'll be in the show cleveland ohio four four one three four lots of three four three five four Cleveland, Ohio, four four one three four. But now I got it. Now I got it. It took me a while. Um. So yeah. yeah, thank you guys for sending us letters and little goodies. It just brings us so much joy, and I really do try to share it in our um, Instagram story. Yeah. Whenever we get it, and I am super excited that I can just like very easily share everything with Tiffany now. I would just send her boxes every few weeks. And they're huge. And Marty's all, and there's always something Disney in it. And Marty goes, what is this? And I'm like, it's for Swish and Flick. <laughs> don't, so, don't worry don't about, worry about, about it. Meg. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so yeah, thank you guys always for just brightening our days. Um, we really love you and appreciate you so much. So mm-hmm. Truly. On that note, give it to me, Tiff. Oh my God, it's the recap. <laughs> Did you miss the screaming? You know, that wasn't, I don't know why I thought of Snape, but we just watched some uh, movie yesterday at your parents' house that had Alan Rickman in it. It was weird to see him. Was he hot? Not as Snape. Um, he had like it was like galaxy something. Yeah, he had like a Klingon sort of head. Galaxy's Klingon. Edge. 
Yeah. Is that it? No. What? No. Oh. No, I no. literally don't remember. <laughs> I, don't I was just like, yeah, Galaxy that's... Quest. No. Yeah. Galaxy Oh. <laughs> I knew it said Galaxy. Oh, my God. We only God. watch like pieces part. Every parts. time I hear the word Galaxy, I just think Galaxy's, Galaxy's Edge. Edge. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Recap. Let's get real somber. It's the morning of Dumbledore's funeral. Hello. Everyone's pretty sad and somber. A lot of people showed up for it. Even some people who shouldn't have. I'm looking at you, Dolores. Uh, Hagrid. Yeah, truly. Uh, scratch me here. Thank you. Scratch, <laughs> scratch me here. Uh, Hagrid brings Dumbledore up to the front. Makes me want to cry. Harry's really not having a good time mentally. No surprise. And he's thinking, no more will others stand up to protect him. He's got to go it alone. Such the hero. Here I go again on my own. Is that White Snake? You don't know. God, I don't know. I You're... need a hero. No, I know. Okay. Remember when I clicked on Chrome to open Chrome when I already had Chrome open? I do that all the time, and I'll sit there and wait for something. What is to pop wrong up. with me? Why do we do that? I don't know. I did that today. I went to open a PDF that was already open, and I just sat there. Still going. <laughs> Vinny, yes, that's exactly what he looked like. Are you? Yep. <sighs> okay. Are we ready for the summary? Yeah. Dumbledore's final. <laughs> Dumbledore's body finally gets encased in a white tomb. Thank you, chapter title. Harry and Ginny break up. Scrimger tries to enlist the Chosen One's help again at the Ministry in exchange for aura protection. Big whoop. We end with the trio chatting, and Harry tells them his plan, and then they say they're coming too. They just need to go to the wedding first. (laughs) The end. Uh, Literally. And then if you're listening, it would go... You don't know what I'm talking about? No. <gasps> Jim Dale, the ending, it's the music. Oh! <laughs> Dude, I thought you meant the movie, and I was like, I don't think it does that. <laughs> what version are you watching? <laughs> I wish you all could have seen Tiffany's you have face. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince as read by Jim Dale. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Oh, boy. Goodness gracious me. Oh, my gosh. Take it away, Katie says, except it's faster because you listen on two and a half speed. Um, (laughs) When we were were listening at your house to the end of Deathly Hollows, it was painful. (laughs) It was so slow. And I was like, what are we doing? Do you want to know what's so funny is Jim Dale, specifically Harry Potter by Jim Dale. I can't listen to it faster. I have to just listen to it on one X. I can maybe do 1.25, but I just for Harry Potter with Jim Dale. Oh, you do slow? I can't. I don't know why. It's. I think it's maybe a nostalgic thing. I've realized in the past couple of weeks that I am just a very nostalgic person. Mm -hmm. I'm an incredibly nostalgic person. You are. That's why and I like Disney so much. You like tradition. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's where you and I really get a, get like similar. Not that we're not similar in other ways, but like we love our little things. Yeah. And we like to do things the same for certain occasions. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I feel that. Katie's that way too. A little less. Marty, but... on the other hand, is like, it's just a day. And I'm like, it's not. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm like, like, I I'm wouldn't like, take it like what I like, go with the flow with as far as I like wouldn't this. wake Philly up until his Easter basket was ready. Yeah. I was like, no, he has to wake up and there's an Easter basket waiting for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I can like be really like a stickler about stuff that's like doesn't need to like it's fine. Like what? I don't know. Like if my if I have something planned in my head for the day and then it like goes awry, oh, I'm well, fine yeah, with I, it. But um, I have to like really readjust. See, I'm not at Rex. Not life. usually fine with that. <laughs> I mean, like I'm eventually me. like I know it's fine, but my body's like nah, which is like and I have so to realign. Hilarious for me because I quite literally live in chaos at all times. So it happens to me all the time that it goes off kilter, but it kills my anxiety. Mm, <clears throat> yeah. I hate it so much. Yeah, I get it. Anyway, that was a little off topic, but uh, yeah, yeah. mental health, you know, Mm -hmm. we always got to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Drinks you on me, Coke. That wasn't me that time. What? What did we say that was "Mm -hmm," at the same time? (sighs) Twice. I also accept Summit Cola. I actually bought Coke today. I know because it was on sale. It was on sale. Watch us taste it and be like, this sucks. Watch Summit Cola be superior. We should do a taste test. I'm going to get Summit Cola and Coke. RC Cola. And And RC. And just get a Pepsi Pepsi. for fun. And then put them in like a clear cup. It depends on the day. Okay, sometimes Pepsi straight out of the 20 ounce bottle can be delightful if it's really cold. I like Fountain. All drinks Fountain. Fountain Pepsi, Fountain Coke. If it's proper ratios, you know, you give me that. But Summit Cola doesn't come fountain anywhere. So, like, you know, unfair comparison, but it's fine. I actually prefer cans if I can't get fountain. Yeah, I agree. (sighs) There's just something about that. Yeah, I get it. The sound. Mm -hmm. And my little koozie. Mm -hmm. My little the lake koozie. The land of inferi. Mm-hmm. Don't let me forget Hogwarts legacy thing that Marty wants us to do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Which never happens. Okay. All right. Let's talk about funeral. Okay. <laughs> funeral. <laughs> <laughs> so the little man in black. What? Katie's eyes and she slowly dinged it. <laughs> ben, please keep that pause in. Absolutely, we can. Okay. So the little man in black stopped speaking and went back to his seat. Fun fact this is the same person that marries Bill and Flea at the borough. There's just like one MC there's, there's throughout one, the entire wizarding world. There's one like, uh, priest or pastor like minister, minister oh, yeah, yeah. leader <laughs> type of person for these affairs within the entire wizarding world. Oh man! At least in Great Britain. At least. So Harry thought that maybe there'd be speeches by some, maybe the minister, but at this point, <laughs> he hears several people screaming. <laughs> And bright white flames. She was ready. Had erupted around Dumbledore's body and the table. 
and they rose high and they obscured the body. And then this white smoke is all like spiraling in the air and it made strange shapes. And Harry thought that he saw a phoenix flying joyfully, but it vanished super quick. And then in its place was now a white tomb that was encasing Dumbledore's body. Fancy magic. Only to be removed next book. Did you put the lid back on? That's I not hope funny. So. Oh my god. <laughs> doesn't doesn't Harry put the wand back? Yeah, but I wonder if Voldemort put the lid back on. I don't know. Or do you think he'd be like it makes me sad in the movie that he can't just like lift the lid. He's gotta like crack it. Come on, man. Yeah, that's rude. We gotta ruin it. So maybe we gotta use Reparo and then figure it out. Maybe Harry uses the elder one to fix it. Then it's like tucks it back in. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I cannot see him putting the lid back on. No. Do you know what would be neat with neat ish, I guess, in a way, with the Elder Wand is using Priori Incantatum and seeing all the stuff it's done. Ooh. Because then, because it dips in and out of wizarding history. Yeah. And I think it would be really neat if they could just create a trail. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd be that would really be cool. really cool. And probably really gross. Yeah. Yeah. Lots Especially death. Yeah. All those people. Because it passed mainly by death. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's how people, death Yeah, that's how people thought it That was like it the popular way to pass it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if that's how we want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me tonight. Just, you're, uh, just you're the moon. And I'm here for it. Yeah. I love it. Your, your hood's not even up. No, but I no, sure do have one. She's I got one on. Up. Maybe it's creeping into her mind. <laughs> <laughs> um. So as far as we know, um, this does nothing to his body, like in destroying it physically, because he's perfectly preserved within um seven. And there's a whole lot of um, like white flames, white smoke. And so I looked up the color white. And according to color-meanings.com. Why would you question them? Super legit. <laughs> um, the c- white is the color of purity and innocence. <laughs> white is, I'm just thinking in regards to Dumbledore. Um, white is a true balance of all colors. Now that I like. It is associated with cleanliness, simplicity, and perfection. So the color white loves to make others feel good. If if a color could want you to feel a certain way. And provides hope and clarity by refreshing and purifying the mind. It also promotes open-mindedness and self-reflection. I enjoy a good chunk of that. Yeah. I like the like true balance of all colors. Mm. I like that for Dumbledore. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of like funny that it's hope and clarity because like he had so many secrets. Yeah. So like he's everything but like providing clarity. <laughs> you this, know what I mean? Yeah. This. Well, he provides but he is the pervert person that provides clarity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even though yeah. it might not be the whole clarity and nothing but the clarity. So help you God. <laughs> yeah. 
But it, it makes me wonder. He was a symbol of hope for a lot of people. Yeah. In this, the war. This goes on to say it's thought to have a heavenly presence. Um, who is so when people compare Harry Potter characters to biblical characters, who's Dumbledore supposed to be in that? I don't remember. Vinny, aren't you in the chat? Yeah, Vinny <laughs> is there. Okay, God. So that makes sense. Like that th- I like that connection because I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um yeah. So there you go. White. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's a few more cries of shock from the audience, crowd, mourners, what have you, as there's a shower of arrows that soar through the air and they fell short of the crowd. So this was the centaurs, a tribute to Dumbledore. And I wonder if they also saw themselves in back way back in Sorcerer's Stone doing this. I wonder if that was predicted in the stars as mm. well. Because, you know, the centaurs knew everything that was going to happen. Yeah. And they didn't want to intervene. Because it was supposed to be that way. Yeah. Oh, Hagrid yelling at them. That was, like, actually, like, kind of heartbreaking. In seven? Yeah. Yeah. On the way back. You know, because I can actually, like, so input like now because I read cowards, it again. right? Uh, he asked them he if he's, yeah, yeah, he asked bloody cowards. Like, are you happy you now? Happy? Yeah. Yep. Ugh. Hagrid. Oh, Hagrid. Yeah. Um, so there's also mer people there. And um they go back into the lake after their song, if you will. Not the lake. Just the a lake. lake. Yeah. The other lake. The black lake. Mm-hmm. Utter lake. <laughs> <laughs> and the centaurs return to the forest. And it's like this weird, like, lull within, I guess you would call it a service. Mm-hmm. Um, and Harry looks over at his friends. Ugh. This is tough. So Ron's face was, like, kind of screwed up as if he was, like, staring at the sun. A.K.A. trying not to cry. Mm-hmm. Correct. <laughs> and I love what's coming up next with Ron. Um, Hermione's face is just completely glazed over with tears. Jenny's no longer crying and her eyes meet Harry's quote. She met Harry's gaze with the same hard blazing look that he had seen when she hugged him after winning the Quidditch cup in his absence. And he knew that at that moment they understood each other perfectly. And that when he told her what he was going to do now, she would not say, be careful or don't do it, but accept his decision because she would not have expected anything less of him. And so he steeled himself to say what he had known he must say ever since Dumbledore died. And I said, there's nothing like a good funeral to ruin a breakup, you know? Right. <laughs> right. Just time. Um, and one thing that I think we can really appreciate about Harry Potter as a 16-year-old kid, um, he gets right to the point. And he's completely honest with her. And he makes sure that she hun- understands the exact reason why. Yeah. Because I feel like that has to be one of the hardest things. I mean, I am quite lucky I've never had to go through a breakup before. Mm, but mm-hmm. I would imagine that one of the hardest things is just like not knowing, not understanding, not getting an answer as to why. 
and like he lays all of that out right away and like yeah. that honestly is so mature this is literally the most epic example of it's not you it's me truly <laughs> right uh, i also kind yeah. of think that like while he doesn't necessarily spell it out it's kind of assumed that like he lo- he i still like you, you loves you whatever and, they're saying to each other right now i don't think it's and if love all of yet, this is what they're saying i mean yeah yeah. And if all of this works out in our favor, like I'm coming back for you. Yeah. But right now it can't happen. And yeah, I, yeah. I feel like that's understood. Mm-hmm. I think she's mature enough. I mean, granted, she's, she's only 15. She's 15. Um, and I feel like she definitely understands. Yeah. If you're in like or in love with Harry Potter, you got to understand this part of him, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and she it, does. And it doesn't, it, it takes somebody who's like really strong and confident within themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. we definitely see that within her. Um, because, I mean, he's literally the chosen one. Yep. You know? And I like, so Sam said, it's interesting that because of the same war, Ginny and Harry break up, but Bill and Fleur are pulled together. And I think that, they could have been pulled together like Bill and Fleur had Harry literally not been the chosen one. He constantly thinks about her. Yeah. Yeah. If she's stinking young. Yeah. If that was not like endgame for him right now, mm-hmm. it would have pulled them closer. I think so. I yep. think so. Um, so he tells her straight up <laughs> that they have to be done. He cannot be involved with her anymore. They have to stop seeing each other. And she gets like this really weird smile on her face and responds with, quote, it's for some stupid noble reason, isn't it? And (laughs) I really like um, the next exchange between them. Quote, she did not cry. She simply looked at him. Quote, quote, within a quote, Voldemort uses people his enemies are close to. He's already used you as bait once, and that was just because... You're my best friend's sister. Think how much danger you'll be in if we keep this up. He'll know. He'll find out. He'll try and get to me through you. What if I don't care? Said Jenny fiercely. I care, said Harry. How do you think I'd feel if this was your funeral and it was my fault? And she looked away from him over the lake. Just Harry. <laughs> I never really gave up on you. And I love this. Call back. This is a callback. I never really gave up on you. She said, not really. I always hoped. Hermione told me to get on with life, maybe go out with some other people, relax a bit around you, because I never used to be able to talk to you if you were in the room, remember? And she thought you might take a bit more notice if I was a bit more myself. Smart girl, that Hermione, said Harry, trying to smile. I just wish I'd asked you sooner. We could have had ages, months, years, maybe. But you've been too busy saving the wizarding world, said Ginny, half laughing. Well, I can't say I'm surprised. I knew this would happen in the end. I knew you wouldn't be happy unless you were hunting Voldemort. Maybe that's why I like you so much. She likes strong man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. And Harry is finding this really difficult to hear in this moment because it's making him want to like take everything back. Like, just kidding. We're together. I like you. Love you. Um, he's finding it really hard to hear like her feelings. For him, I feel like a lot of what they said about their feelings for each other were in the unsaid things. Mm-hmm. I don't think necessarily either one of them needed to verbalize stuff that much. I'm not talking snogging, but like they just knew 
you know yeah. you know you're not like just fall into step with somebody um he didn't think that he could really hear another word about like this and not like want to be with her um he can't stay seated next to her for much longer and he looks over at ron and hermione again and i love this part it makes me want to cry and it's not the champagne (laughs) (laughs) because i really like them so much and i know like some people don't like them and i know the author said things about them later in life but i you may have written this story but like i completely disagree with where you think they would go ron and hermione Ron's now succumbed to crying. Tears are dripping down his nose. Um, and he, Ron is holding Hermione and he's stroking her hair while she sobs into his shoulder. And I just think, and they fall asleep like later in seven, mark your bingos. Holding hands. Holding hands. And it makes Harry feel oddly lonely because he doesn't have Ginny there. But I love their little moments together it just makes talk me so about, happy a lot of people talk about how they don't like them together because like ron is just so mean to hermione but it's like they were kids yes. you have to remember that you're reading a book about 11 year olds when he's mean to her like Y'all, if you want to judge me on who I was as a kid and a teen, heaven forbid somebody looks back at what you have done as well. Even like don't judge people on their past like that. (laughs) Like even at 16 and 17, like they're going to grow so much, so much more from this. I don't even know and who like, the heck I was at 16, 17. I got to tell you, I was you a loved whole, me. That's well, true. That was a constant, babe. Don't worry about it. I was, no, but truly, like... Yes. Like, I was not the person I am today. You better Same. believe I was not open-minded. I was, you know, like, not okay. And thank goodness that I grew. Yeah. Give well, thank even, goodness yes, all of us, Please man. give you people that people chance. Grace. And, like, the whole thing with Ron, like... When he realizes his feelings for Hermione, he changes towards her. And Mm -hmm. it's okay for her to give him grace in that and accept that. Oh. And love him for it. Yeah? Yeah. James Potter. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, snap. Oh. No. But Megan, <laughs> what do you mean? Can we take Timothy. a second no. compare Ron to James? I think James is way worse. That's fine. But, <laughs> but should he be given grace? It. Think about sure, it. Sure, everybody should be given grace. Oh, look at that. Look everybody at this growth should. right here. Oh, would, you, would you look at it? Look at the growth. <laughs> everybody should be given grace, but... But not James Potter. Bye. But not James Potter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I just don't like him. I'm sorry. You know, you just have you this feeling to, about sweetie. people. You don't have to. I'm really proud of you I right have, now, though. I for have, saying the things you said. <laughs> I've always loved Ron, though. Like, sure, he has his moments, and we've called him out many times throughout this podcast for his close-mindedness, his um. You know, his his obvious like stunted thoughts when it comes to certain like house elves or um, 
trying to think of other examples there. I mean, there's quite a few, but you know, he realizes and sure he slips up sometimes. I mean, like if you think like, yeah, he probably still rolls his eyes sometimes at like SPEW, but like he ends up like siding with Hermione on a lot of things. And like, she is good for him. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Dobby's pretty much sacrifice changed his way of thinking. I hope also, so. creatures uh, turn around. Yes. That was major. I think that a lot of the events in Seven changed Ron in a really good way. Well, he's the one that's like, hey, let's get the house elves out. And the house elves were like, no, nah, we're lead blood by creature. We're going to chop some people's shins. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. There you uh, go. Yeah. Oh my I gosh. Know. I just, you know, gotta give people grace. But not James. You know. You gotta yeah. say James Potter. James Potter. Because otherwise I think I'm thinking you're pa- my power handied man. No, he's great. Okay. He's he, awesome. He let great. us hold him today for yeah, the first he time. He did. Actually, I held him once before. <laughs> Whatever, fine. It was my first time. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I really like Ron and Hermione as a couple. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Me too. I, dude, I would be, I mean, we've talked about this before. Ron Hermione fan fiction was quite literally my life in high school. Mm. Did you print it out at the library at your school? The business center. Dude, I cannot believe that I actually read fanfic and I didn't know it was called fan fiction. (laughs) And I wish I could find... Was it Harry Potter? It was Zelda. Oh, okay. Nice. But it was like... It wasn't like... It was probably on fan fiction. Fan fiction. It was like bloody war stuff. Not all fan fiction has to be... You can search... No, I'm just saying. It's not rare, rare. I used to read good Charlotte fan fiction. No, we have to move on. I did not spend any time on that. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Read some Twilight fan fiction in between six and seven. Yes. Do a little episode on it. I'm only doing that if there's a paywall because I'm gonna have things to say. <laughs> oh my god. We can't have the general masses listen. No, just. <laughs> um. Okay. So. Yeah, so Harry can't take looking at this anymore. He can't take hearing Ginny say all these wonderful things to him anymore. Um, So he gets up and he walks away and he goes around the other lake. (laughs) (laughs) So moving feels better to him. Um, And he wants to get started, right? He has this mission. He needs to find the Horcruxes, destroy, destroy them, kill Voldemort, right? And he's thinking about this and someone calls his name. And the man whom he's been avoiding mm. finally catches up with him. Of course. Scrudgemere United is limping towards him. And he's like, oh, I've been hoping to be able to speak with you. Yeah, no doy. We don't want you here. Quote, bye. I've been, quote, bye. <laughs> <laughs> no. I've been hoping to have a word. Do you mind if I walk a little way with you? Very no. much I mind. <laughs> and I, I love Harry. It's the clipped of this that I love. Yeah. And it's the fact that it's the minister and he doesn't do anything to be like, the minister or anything. He just is him. He says, no, said Harry indifferently and sets off again. Harry, this was a dreadful tragedy, says Scrimgeour quietly. I could not tell you how appalled I was to hear of it. Dumbledore was a very great wizard. 
We had our disagreements, as you know, but no one knows better than I. And Harry cuts him off and says, what do you want? Asked Harry flatly. Cut to the chase, man. And I'm not sure that you're actually as appalled and that you think it's a dreadful tragedy. I don't think that you hated him, but I don't think that you're like real sorry that this is done, though. I think that I think that you're mad that you weren't involved. Didn't get in enough things. out of him. Yeah. Either. Yeah. 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 Um. So Scrimger looks annoyed at the fact that Harry cuts him off, but he still tries to like butter Harry up by saying he thinks that Harry was probably Dumbledore's favorite pupil. Shut your face. As if Scrimger would have any freaking clue. Okay. First of all, and Harry just says, "Okay, so what do you want, my dude?" and (laughs) scrudgemere again looks annoyed but then quickly just like changes his expression to look sorrowful it's like so clearly a facade i hate it um and i just you know i really don't like him and it's not because he's like quote unquote like a bad guy but he is just like such a politician i don't think you can mm. categorize him in the baddies category no. with harry potter i think he's like somewhere in the middle weird realm he's a politician <laughs> he is straight up poli- he's he is persuasive tries to be with harry it doesn't work mm. on harry but mm-hmm. he tries to be persuasive he tries to act like he is superior whenever we're thinking about like him talking about the will in seven um when he asks Harry for help at Christmas time in this book, like just garbage. Like that's yeah. the Christmas thing to like pop in and out of the ministry. Make it, th- make people think that we're working together. You know, we need to get morale up. No, you need to be honest with your people. How about you actually do things to get morale up without it just being a facade? Not everybody has that kind of courage. You may look like a lion, sir, but you certainly don't act like one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um so basically scrimger does then like get to the point and he wants confirmation that harry was with dumbledore that night and he said like the ministry can put two and two together there were two brooms someone stunned a death eater like come on just tell me and harry doubles down he's like i'm not telling anyone dumbledore mm-hmm. told him not to scrimger is like Dumbledore's gone. You know, like he's gone. Like basically just like tell me. It's fine. He's gone. It's fine. No, it's your not dad's fine. not here. Like, what are you doing? I right? really, I truly think that Idiotic. it's so horrible because he viewed Dumbledore's funeral as an opportunity to get to Harry, I think, more than anything. Yes. It wasn't necessarily to come because it was the right thing to do. It was because he could maybe catch Harry off guard um, and get him to give him information that Dumbledore didn't initially want him to say. But now that Dumbledore wasn't there, he could try and like persuade it out of him. Yeah. Like crying on his like, top shorts. Do you really think that Harry Potter is that weak and gullible? He looks at him and thinks he's a 16-year-old kid and he's going to give him what he wants to because he thinks he can persuade a 16-year-old. Boyfriend is not that kind of child. Um, You don't know Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hello. Hello. So um, I love the callback to Chamber of Secrets that happens here, though. 
Harry says he will only be gone from the school when none here are loyal to him. Love said that. Harry. Love it. In spite of himself. And then Scrimger goes, my dear boy, even Dumbledore cannot return from the... And Harry's like, yeah, I know. But mm. you don't understand what I'm trying to say. And like, basically, he's just trying to end the conversation because he's like, I'm not going to tell Scrudge or anything. <laughs> He's not gonna understand. <laughs> He's not gonna understand what I'm saying anyway. So like, yeah, let's be done. Yeah, yes. My iPad switched Aura to Aurora's. Leave me alone in the notes. Okay. <laughs> oh, Scrim- oh, is that why you were highlighting <laughs> yeah. that? Scrimger offers like, him. Pro- <laughs> Scrimger offers him protection from the Aurors. Which, let's be real, that's not going to work because Harry says no, thank you. Um, and also, like, Harry the has all the ones he needs about to fall. <laughs> The ministry is about to fall. And I think that Harry knows that that is imminent and he's going to know real quick that the ministry or that the order does not trust the ministry at mm-hmm. all going forward. Dude, that line when I first read, I mean, we're going to talk about it obviously later, but like when I first read that line from Kingsley's Patronus, the ministry has fallen. Scrimger is dead. They are yeah. coming. Holy I read I got, it like, like five times. Goosebumps. And I was like, and oh I was like, gosh. do you know what Alana happen? calls goosebumps? Danger chickens. <laughs> and Danger I, chickens? Yes. <laughs> do you know why? No. <laughs> <laughs> it, maybe it's a bluey thing. I don't know. But she calls goosebumps danger chickens. Did you know that goosebumps and geese bumps are different things? Oh I my do now. God. <laughs> Totally different thing. Uh, Speaking of, I love Bluey. I have literally watched it. Such a good show. I have watched it just on my own. It's hilarious and wonderful. I put Keepy Uppy on for um, for Eves the other day. We play that game all the time. I love that show. All the time. Um, so Scrimger then brings up his request at Christmas again, and Harry's like, (laughs) "No, what makes you think that I'm gonna change my mind?" Um, and I'm just going to read a little bit from the book. So, so said Scrimger, his voice cold now. So he's done with his nice. Cold. It's over. That's why he comes in hot. Yep. With uh, the will. Yes. This is like a turning point, I think, in his relationship with Harry, where he was trying. It was f- it was fake, but mm. he was trying to um, talk down to him like he's a child. And now Scrimger is like. Okay, well, it's not working, so I'm just going to be mean. I'm going to be rude. Mm. So the request I made of you at Christmas, and then Harry goes, what request? Oh, yeah, the one where I tell the world what a great job you're doing in exchange for. And then Scrimger snaps and says, for raising everyone's morale. And Harry considered him for a moment and then said, released Stan Shunpike yet? (laughs) And Scrimger turned a nasty purple color. Highly reminiscent of Uncle Vernon. Ooh, we haven't heard from him in a while. Truly. (laughs) I see you are. And Harry interjects, Dumbledore's man through and through. That's right. Yes! Snaps for Harry Potter. It is really interesting to read this last bit of this chapter in comparison to like how Harry's going to feel very quickly after the start Mm -hmm. of Deathly Hallows. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, it's interesting it's interesting how she's setting us up here for like his feelings on Dumbledore and his feelings on like this hunt for the horcruxes and I think that he actually like feels um I wouldn't say he feels prepared but he at this moment in time feels like he knows what he has to do he's in charge finally yes and it's just him 
Yes. Even even Ron and Hermione aren't in charge. Right. It's Harry. Yeah. And so it's like he knows that that responsibility is on him now. So he has to be serious about what he's doing. And so and I think right now he has more confidence than he's going to shortly. But mm -hmm. he does feel like, okay, well, I know first things first is I got to figure out who R.A.B. is like. Yeah. And like, I think it was in the last episode that we did. You know, he's just like going through the Horcruxes of like what he needs to look for, what he thinks he needs to look for. And I and I feel like he at least feels like he has somewhat of a plan right now, even though, you know, we know it's going to just go out the door pretty much they're just gonna wing it <laughs> but yeah. like um it's just interesting to see like the comparison of like his attitude about the whole situation including Dumbledore now compared to like literally chapter one or two <laughs> like of Deathly Hallows like just gets very different it's like it's literally <laughs> <laughs> children james um <laughs> i know you guys can't hear him but he sounds like jacques from <laughs> finding nemo in the tank <laughs> <laughs> Jackass said no cleaning. I am a shoe. <laughs> Literally sounds like him right now. Oh, uh, what was I gonna say? I don't know. What were you talking about? I was talking about like <laughs> the difference in Harry's attitude towards Dumbledore. Oh, okay. So it's like right after he discovers that like secondary article, he like rereads um the obituary by Doge. And then goes in and finds that other one about um, the life and lies that's coming up. Yeah. And he that's like the start of this very fast tumble down the hill. And it's, oh gosh. He goes through so many feelings about Dumbledore and Deathly Hallows, even up to the point where they're at Harry's King's Cross. Mm -hmm. And he still he goes in for that like kind of like a jugular attack and he sees Dumbledore's face fall at the information that was kept and it made him feel good. And then after that, he feels guilty again for feeling that way. But it's <laughs> yeah. like, you know, sometimes people I know that Dumbledore gets a lot of hate for withholding things, but like sometimes people within high stress um situations like that where like their consequences are catastrophic you know if something goes yeah. one way or the other and i feel like i feel like literally dumbledore in his mind was doing the very best that he could to keep things from getting so incredibly out of hand yeah. And then I think that he did know that some of the stuff was like dang, like this is this is hurtful, but I have to do it for the best outcome. Yeah, I, no, no matter which way you were going to spin anything in these books, somebody was going to die and somebody was going to get hurt. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine Dumbledore telling Harry that 
he has to die and Harry honestly fully going through it enough to cast that protection onto everybody especially you know like I'm not saying that that doesn't mean that I don't think that Harry is like a selfless person because he very clearly is but like he had to find out when he did after reading seven again very recently I'm like there was no other way that was the time the only thing with Dumbledore that I still kind of have beef with is how he treated him in five which I think Dumbledore regrets oh 100% so like so so what I'm literally typing in the chat now I get that 100% do you have any ideas about what could have been done with Harry in five that would have kept everything nice and clean but also made Harry not feel like trash. Would it be just like, trust me, you're going to go there? I I don't know. I don't think that Dumbledore actually had to isolate him that way. He was worried about the connection, but I don't think that he needed to be. And I think that he realized, he realized that at the end of five, when Voldemort tried to possess Harry and he couldn't right so that's when Dumbledore was like oh well he's never gonna do that again it's not something I have to worry about which is why they then like started talking again but Mm -hmm. like I feel like Dumbledore realized he probably could have just talked to Harry but it was too much of a risk in in Dumbledore's eyes he was too afraid even to say yeah that there was was a connection was gonna was gonna find out about the connection so what could he have done I don't know. Just say, trust me. Yeah. And then Harry gets mad about that, too. Trust me, Harry. Trust me, even though I don't trust you enough to say anything to you. He literally says, he like, maybe not for like dead on quote, but he says that out loud to Hermione. Yeah. And he says that I don't know who he loved, but it sure as hell wasn't me. Which is not true. No, I think he tried to. Get- That's why everything got so messed up going on is because. I feel like Dumbledore loved him so much and kept pushing things off like he's a kid, he's oh, a kid, sure. he's a kid. Let him be normal as can't. Well, guess what? You're setting him up with all these things that are going on to try and like, quote unquote, train him or whatever. If we go with Irvin's uh, perspective on things. Um, but it's it was just everything was so messy. Mm-hmm. And I think Dumbledore didn't attend it to be as messy because he didn't think he was going to love this kid. No, but he no, did. He didn't he grew to know him and grew to love him? Yeah, yeah. Even even keeping up correspondence, like Mia says, like any kind of communication, write to the kid. God, if Lupin would have even wrote him a letter, I know. But he he. I mean, we talked about this off the podcast. I think. Jinx, you me some oh, cola. Shoot, yes. <laughs> Can summit cola, please? <laughs> it's so much point. to get out of my mouth. But like, um, I mean, this is a conversation completely for a different day. But like, Lupin hated himself so much, couldn't even bring himself to write Harry. He didn't think himself worthy. He was of gross. He was disgusting. Right? He's Harry. a werewolf. Not worthy. Yeah. Nasty. Yeah. Obviously not true. <sighs> he has a lot of emotional baggage. <laughs> Did we do his Felix file? I think so. I think oh, we, did. we were fools. I know. Truly. <laughs> fools. <Yeah>, we're fools. <laughs> we should do it again. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's, we need to redo everyone. 
I know. I mean, and Snape's oh, needs to be with Lori. Snape's yeah. needs to be with Lori. Talking about growth, you know, it's fine. We can redo stuff. That's yeah. true. Totally. I mean, go back, revisit. This, this is the podcast that never ends. We've we've told you before. Everybody asks us all the time, "What are you going to do after seven? Everything, swish, <laughs> boat, all of it. <laughs> um, okay. Back to the chapter. Scrimger at that answer is annoyed and decides that the conversation's lost and he literally like just leaves. He's like, okay, done. <laughs> um, and Harry can see Percy is there and there are he's with ministry people waiting for Scrimger to leave. Um, and he walks the other way towards Ron and Hermione, who then like meet him and Hermione kind of whispers, what did he? Mm-hmm. And Harry's like, yeah, uh, same thing he wanted at Christmas. Mm-hmm. And fills him in that Scrimgers wanted more inside info on Dumbledore and for Harry to be the ministry's new poster boy. Same stuff. Get real. Mm-hmm. Um, Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it? How would it come in handy? Maybe you have an upcoming international trip. Maybe you want to connect with family and friends, learn about a new culture, want to understand certain pop culture things. Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. And guess what? It's available on desktop or as an app. And it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 language, languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. These are just some of the examples of languages that you can learn. Fast language ac- acquisition. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in so many ways. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's designed for long-term retention, and it's got built-in true accent features to give you feedback on your pronunciation. It's kind of like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also really convenient, and I'm really excited that there's an app. There's an app option, and you could also use it on your desktop. It's got an audio companion, and it's the ability to download lessons so you can do this offline. And it's at an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and languages needed in life. That's a lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone has to offer for 50% off. It's a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Swish and Flick listeners will get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off for unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Today. So Ron asks Hermione if he can go back and hit Percy because it would make him feel better. And this does make Harry laugh and it even makes Hermione smile a little bit. I love when Ron is like properly comic relief in a good way. Um, 
so Hermione looks up at the castle and she's like, I can't bear the idea that we might never come back and says, how can Hogwarts close? Mm. And in these situations, I feel like Ron's mostly the positive. He's like, well, maybe it won't. Like, we're not in any more danger here than we are at home. Everywhere is the same now. And he says, I think even I'd say Hogwarts is safer because there's more wizards inside to defend a place. And he asks Harry, what do you think? And Harry says, even if it does open, I'm not coming back. Ron's surprised. Hermione goes, yeah, I knew this was coming. Mm-hmm. Of course she did. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's the only logical thing. Yeah. And she's like, well, what are you going to do? And Harry's like, well, I was thinking, well, no, I will go back to the Dursleys one more time because that's what Dumbledore wanted me to do. And that has to feel so good to say one more one time, more time. Mm-hmm. but it'll be a short visit and then i'm gone for good that also has to feel so good to say and then he's thinking of going to godrick's hollow this idea has been in his head ever since dumbledore died he says for me it all start for me it started there all of it i've just got a feeling i need to go there and i can visit my parents graves i'd like that again let's rehash like why is no one taking him to see his parents graves it is kind of crazy. Sheesh. I also do think, though, and I mean, Hermione does kind of put him in his place with this when they leave. Um, but it's definitely not a good idea to go there. <laughs> you are completely unprotected. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's it just is not. a. It's not a good they idea. They were completely unprotected the entire time anyway. I mean, this is true. But like to walk in to a place that is connected to him where he's expected to go it's not a good idea i mean he thought it held answers he thought it held this you know all of that the sword and all that i mean to be fair it, it gave him some answers i mean without really gave knowing Voldemort answers well yes and it also gave them that connection to the deathly hollows that they never would have really I don't think Hermione ever would have made that connection. They would have never seeing, went to Love Goods. Yeah, without seeing Peveril's grave. Where would she have, you know what I mean? Like, all her yeah. books have to deal with things that aren't of this, like, noble epic tale. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, so, like, it was important, but they didn't realize it was important, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, after the Dursleys, after Godric Hollow, he's saying, like, it's time, basically, for the Horcrux hunt. Because that's mm-hmm. what Dumbledore wanted him to do. That's why he told Harry all about them. Mm-hmm. And if Dumbledore was right, and Harry is sure he is, again, that's very interesting to see his journey in the next book and like how he just questions everything. Um, Dude, but think. Stop right now. Think how easy it would have been for him if he had any more time to walk into the dang room of requirement and grab that work <laughs> Right now, or gather basilisk fangs, <laughs> but they, right? but like they're just sitting there, and we know, yeah, but he doesn't know, so they, it's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> they hadn't made that connection yet, you know, no. like it takes a while for them to make the connection. As to it's got it goes into their heads, like, why did they, why did he leave the sword? Why did he leave the sword to Harry? And then, like, then they figure everything's it out. just hanging out. Yeah. And like I do and it's kind of funny to like think like the logical thing is for them to go to Hogwarts. Mhm. But it's 
scary to think about. The fact that they go, and I know they only went because Harry was focused on like the Hallows and whatever, and Ron came and back and took the lead. Voldemort in his head, like, and then he's oh, like, "Oh, he? let's go to the orphanage." And Harry thinks to himself, "Never in a million years would a Horcrux be here." He hated this place. Yeah, you know, and it's, it's just, also an easy connection. It's, it's too much. Yeah, yeah I mean. <sighs> Think about the Gonshack. Like, there was nothing protecting that ring. Truly. He probably just thought that nobody would make the nobody connection. Nobody would know. Why would... Because why would... he's arrogant. Honestly. Like, Dumbledore visited you at the orphanage, and they knew your story. You were born there. Your yeah. mother was there. Why? Okay. The arrogance of Voldemort is 1,000% his downfall. The arrogance. Yeah, because it's and the monologues. I was gonna say, like, the monologues tie into the arrogance. Absolutely. Like, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't do that if you you wouldn't you wouldn't give that time to a monologue if you weren't arrogant enough to be like, Well, I don't need to like get this over with, you know, like I'm gonna Mm -hmm. be fine. Yeah, gonna relish it. Yeah. And it's like "Mm." sick, twisted. Yep. Yeah. And think about how many times like Ron and Hermione both like shoot down the fact that Hogwarts is a hiding place because uh, Ron seems Ron obvious. says something like this is you know who we're talking about not you right because believe it or not that would have Harry made me so mad. Harry and Harry. Voldemort do have a lot, a of, lot similarities. of similarities not Jinx, only because you owe me a cola. <laughs> well now they cancel out <laughs> i know i gotta build it up again you know i shouldn't say things that you know i'm gonna say <laughs> turds <laughs> you didn't know you didn't know <laughs> no but like it, it they do have a lot in common <laughs> brie <laughs> I'm sorry. Stomach cold. <laughs> <laughs> Summit. Um, yeah, and and yes, I would have also been upset. I would have been like, me. forget you, Ron. But I would have said a different word. <laughs> <laughs> I always love whenever like the book says something like they swore or I'm like. Just give it to me. Yeah, but they're supposed to be for kids. Okay, but seven was not. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Give me the word. Well, that's when there is a swear. Yeah, yeah but only one. I know. <laughs> like, come on. I mean, there's a few. Isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's always just said, like, oh, and they swore. I love the Whatever. gestures. And I'm yeah, like, a rude yeah, gesture. Jinx, you owe me some cola. <gasps> Dang, now you're negative. Ron does that a couple times, the the rude gesture. Mm-hmm. Mm. I love that for him, mm-hmm. for the journey. Anyway, Horcrux hunt. There's still four out there, according to Dumbledore, and Harry believes him, and he's right. Um, <laughs> and he's right. <laughs> he needed to destroy them and then destroy the last seventh piece that is still in Voldemort's body, and it has to be him who kills him. Unbeknownst to him, you know, also have the part inside of him killed so that Voldemort can be taken down. Mm. Quote, and if I meet Severus Snape along the way, so much the better for me, so much the worse for him. Oof. He's sir. got plans. But uh-huh. sir. <laughs> but can you fight I Severus don't think Snape? that that 
kid could have ever cast some green light. No. There's no. if he would have if he was going to do it, he would have done it at flight. Flight yeah. of the Seven Potters. Like there's that would have been the moment in the moment like that. You would that's when that would have happened. Yes. Harry and it didn't have he he can't do that curse. He can't. And that's yeah. the best compliment. He can't do that. Yeah. You know? Um, so there's this really long silence and uh the author clues us into a little not comic relief, but sort of like Grop is literally cuddling Hagrid, who's like still howling with grief and you can hear it across the water. I just really enjoy this like brotherhood that Hagrid gets with Grop that like seemed impossible when they first mm. when he was first introduced to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's this long silence and then Ron goes, We'll be there, Harry. And Harry's like, What? And he says, At your aunt and uncle's house, and then we'll go with you wherever you're going. Of course, Harry is Harry. He doesn't count on this. He means for them to understand that this is his journey and his dangerous journey alone. And then Hermione says, you said to us once before that there was time to turn back if we wanted to. We've had time, haven't we? And Ron says, we're with you, whatever happens. I'm pretty sure she's referring to like their first ever adventure when they went through the trap door. I mean, you know? Yeah. And like after all this time, literally like, right. Uh, why is it always you three? You know, like it's it's the trio always. They have definitely had time to back mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And I I mean, Harry was always going to be oblivious to that, though. Like, let's be real. Because he's Harry. Yeah. that's He's the hero. That's just how he is. Um, then Ron's like, hold up. You do have to come around to my parents sometime. And Harry's like, why? <laughs> and he's like, because of the wedding. And I'm surprised Harry's not like, who gives two poops about a wedding? Like two, this is not one poop. Two poops. Two poops. Two turds. Two turds. Two turds. That's how I read. So I read this line in Little Quack counts. Little Quack and Whittle waste past two turtles. <laughs> I like turtles. Two turtles. <laughs> and I always say for James because he looks. I swear, you guys, and I'm not being rude, but the way he stretched his neck out. People who have newborns or have seen newborns or handle newborns understand that sometimes they stretch out when they're milk drunk and they get this real long neck because newborns don't have necks because they're always like, <laughs> right? <laughs> and he looked like a turtle. And so we could say turtle for a turtle man. <laughs> I, love I, gave, I bought him two turtles. <laughs> He's a turtle two for a turtle man. <laughs> Am I not turtle enough for the turtle club? Oh my god, that movie is hilarious. <laughs> oh, it's been a minute. All right. Um, but I do like his reaction. Instead of being like, who gives a flying snitch about this wedding? <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Or what about like a flying fooper? <laughs> Wasn't that? What are you doing? She Tiffany's going to yell at you. I'm going to get trolled. I made eye contact. <laughs> and showed me. I think a flying fooper was one of the dishes on our, men- our wedding menu. And I think about it. It was. It was airline chicken. Yum. Fun stuff. Um, I like his reaction. He looks startled, but then go, but then thinks, you know, the idea of something as normal as a wedding existing mm-hmm. seems incredible and wonderful. So he goes, yeah, you know what? You're right. We shouldn't miss it. I agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like something to ground them. Yes. Yeah. 
And like, I think to Harry, because even though, even though Ron and Hermione are like, dude, we're with you. Harry's always going to try to do that last ditch. I got to do this on my own, which like in the end, end, he's correct. He does have to do that on his own, but like not the whole journey, dude. That's not how it goes. Um, but he's thinking like, this is kind of like the last hurrah with my friends and my family. Gonna die. Right. I think he, I think I don't deep think down he expects he to make it out. That. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, th- I think that, I think that he feels like he was probably going to go, he's going to die in his attempt to take him down. He's going to hope to get some of these horcruxes destroyed before that happens. Um, but I think he also has hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he even makes that like last ditch effort when he's going to his death. And even though he's not supposed to tell anybody, he reaches out to Neville and goes, look, now this yeah. is important. Read in the secret, right? Right. Right. Oh, I just got dangerous chickens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're serious. <laughs> huh? I you should watch that. that. I know. <laughs> you might have to get a prescription for those. Yeah, for real. So let's finish this book out. Oh my God. I'm just going to read the last little passage from it, which makes me feel weird. So this is Harry. His hand closed automatically around the fake Horcrux, but in spite of everything, in spite of the dark and twisting path he saw stretching ahead for himself, in spite of the final meeting with Voldemort he knew must come, whether in a month, in a year, or in ten, he felt his heart lift at the thought that there was still one last golden day of peace left to enjoy with Ron and Hermione. Ring that bell, baby. Ooh. What a way to wrap this book. What a last sentence. It is really good. It's a really good last paragraph. I think that it like it sets you up really well to know what's coming. And then I think that that line where it says whether in a month, in a year or 10, that right there is us knowing Harry does have hope. Yeah, he does, because he doesn't know. Is it going to be fast? Maybe Mm -hmm. it'll be in 10 years. Mm. Who knows? Mm, And the fact that he thinks later on after um the prince's tale that like his time to die was marked by how fast the horcruxes were destroyed mm-hmm. oh harry <laughs> oh harry oh, oh you guys <laughs> i just <laughs> i just think that's a beautiful way to wrap up this book and think about i mean how many okay when did this book finish Deathly Hallows came out in 97, not 97, 2007. When was this book finished? Or when did it, when it get published? Half of Prince? Mm-hmm. Look that up real quick for me. 2005. Okay, so we have two years from the end of this sentence. I was reeling. Can we talk about how Harry truly is Dumbledore's man through and through? Because this this last passage I just read is literally... Um, what's the it's quote him from promising. Dumbledore? It's him promising to finish out Dumbledore's wishes. Well, what's the mm-hmm. quote from Dumbledore about light and darkness? Like, if one only remembers to turn on the light, mm-hmm. happiness can happiness. be found in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. It's literally, this he's literally seeing his death ahead of him, and yet he's saying there's somewhere deep inside, there's still a little bit of hope. There's this, At least there's, there's this, this one time left for me to enjoy. Yeah, golden, golden day for the day. golden trio. Right. Yeah. I think that's really, really important because Harry makes it through. 
That's a lot of hope for mm-hmm. an enormous undertaking. And he didn't have to. Right. He, he could have went on three in the secret. Could have mm-hmm. went on. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Kara, I know. She's a like, guy. How are we finished with this? I don't know. <laughs> what a journey it's been so far. I mean, I can't believe that we're, I mean, there's going to be some stuff in between. We're going to revisit some of fun course. moments, but like, guys, we're starting my favorite book of all time. I'm excited. I'm really excited. I'm excited too because I didn't, I, I think we talked about it, but I started rereading it with Meg, mm. missed a small chunk, then finished it with Meg and Tiff. Um, but that was just, that was amazing because I seriously haven't read it in years, mm-hmm. like years. I couldn't even tell you. Yeah. Fun fact we started Half Blood Prince on episode 200 and we are ending it on 289. Wow. That's crazy. I don't foresee. I mean, give it, I don't know how many chapters are in Deathly Hallows. I cannot remember. Um, I don't foresee any of them being less than two episodes. Yeah. I don't see any one, ep- one I episode don't feel chapters. Like are we going to get know. our first four-parter? I mean, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Some um, of those chapters are King's Cross, King's Cross might be because there's so much um, bow tying in that, in that yeah. chapter. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Prince's Tale. Oh, that one is so long. Might be lengthy for yeah. us. Um, yeah. nineteen years later is probably gonna be a one or maybe. <laughs> <laughs> might be nineteen. You know years what? Later, um, nineteen parts. <laughs> epilogue. Epilogue might have to be tied into Cursed Child episodes because mm. we are covering Cursed Child. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, I know it's shocking. I don't know how many chapters are in Deathly Hallows. More than 30. 36. <laughs> Tasha oh, says 36. There's 36. Not including 19 yeah, years Yeah, not later, including the so. epilogue. Um, yeah, I just... I'm, I'm really sad that this one is ending because it means we're getting closer to finishing like our, our OG reread. But... I think that we're really ready to start connecting everything. Yeah, I'm um, so excited for seven. I know that my note taking so far, my book is, I'm using a purple pen and it's like bleeding purple. <laughs> I am really glad that we are going to be doing some like fun episodes between mm-hmm. so that I can have the time to annotate. Yeah. Deathly Hallows before we start it. Yeah. I like, oh my God, just like thinking, I was like, oh my God, like if we weren't doing a little break, like we would be starting seven in two weeks. Mm. I'm not ready. And like, like I'm, I'm ready, ready, but I'm, I'm not, not ready. ready for that. So no. I'm like, I feel like, I feel like we put a lot of pressure on, on ourselves. I mean, that is strictly just from us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to do it justice. Yeah. We're really excited for it. And we want to make sure justice. that we do everything <laughs> the best that we can. And granted, I'm sure that when we get back to seven with another reread that we're going to do, because we're totally going to, um, I'm sure that we'll come we'll up with probably, even more that second time around. Yeah, we'll probably be podcasting totally differently. Or, right yeah, too, in a totally different way. Yeah. yeah. Thanks to you, me, Summit Cola. <sighs> Oof. Uh, Dang, Keith. I am sucking today. Yeah, you are. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do Lightning Bolt. There are quite a few questions. Um, okay. I'm going to do my best 
we're definitely not going to be able to get through all of these, but we will, um, yeah, we'll do as many as we can. I love um, when people send in a ton of lightning bolts. Yeah, yeah me same. Too. Dusty Fur says, in light of Dumbledore's death, do you think Ron and or Hermione ever had second thoughts or doubts, even just for a second, about going Horcrux hunting with Harry? Going? No. Ron, I think, had obviously second thoughts during. Oh, well, yeah. But I don't think going. I think they were set and ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Harry's man or woman through and through. Yeah. The thing, like, thinking about, like, what they do to allow themselves to be able to go, that's not something they thought up in the three weeks between Harry's birthday and the end of term. You know, like, they. Like, they had to have been planning that for a while. Like, Hermione, like, probably trying to learn how to do memory modifying and, you know, the whole setup of getting her parents out of the country. Like, that's not an easy feat. So, like, I'm sure that she was starting that process a while ago. Yeah. It's probably Hermione more than any of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Let's see. Um, Marguerite, this is a, an interesting question. Do you think the mer people have their own celebration of life for Dumbledore in the lake? The black hmm. lake. Maybe. I, I think can so. See them doing something. Yeah. Just uh, on their own. Yeah. They don't have, it's not like, I mean, I don't know what his relationship with the centaurs was like. Good enough for the arrows, um, as a tribute. But, mm. um, I feel like maybe he had a better relationship with the mer people so maybe yeah sam asks but could the centaurs actually change anything in the universe even if they knew the events as we know with the time turner everything is already interconnected and leads to what ultimately happens in the end like what are your thoughts on that i don't think that they could do anything and i don't think that they would ever want to because i feel like they think that the stars are written as they are and they it needs to play out as it is the centaurs yeah. right yeah yeah i feel like them deciding whether or not to help like i feel like that wouldn't change or interfere with the stars like i honestly kind of i kind of view it as a little bit of a cop-out to them to, for them to be like well we're not interfering because it could change the stars no you already know what's going to happen mm -hmm. and it's going to be your decision whether you help or not like that's not going to change that you the know way what I'm the way that i think about that is like no matter what you do the universe stars god whatever you believe is going to find a way around to get the same end result correct you know yeah yeah so i feel like no matter what you do end game same yeah um Anna asks in your first read through did you think Harry and Jenny would work out in the end I, I thought they were going to get together earlier I don't remember thinking about them at all yeah I just went along do 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 horcrux huh my first read through of this series I was definitely more focused on Ron and Hermione than I was Harry and Jenny if I'm being honest but I did Rem I do remember thinking that I thought Harry and Ginny would get together faster. Mm -hmm. um, and I also remember being pretty bummed when Harry ended it at the end of this book for them, mm. even though. Because I think the first time reading it, I was just kind of like, 
well that's bob shorts like come on who cares like <laughs> yeah you should do it anyway <laughs> yeah exactly um so you know i don't know if that answered your question <laughs> i guess yes i truly yeah. don't remember thinking about them at a couple as a couple i think i probably thought about ron and hermione more um yeah, i definitely was more focused on them only because like i feel like their buildup was so gigantic not that harry and Ginny's wasn't but like she popped in and out so much harry or ron and hermione are our constant yeah that's a good point <clears throat> kendra asked honestly do you think breaking up with Ginny or not made any difference he was going camping without her no matter what he could have spread a rumor that they broke up without actually doing it i think that voldemort would have went straight for the weasleys even more yeah i think that he was I think that he was kind of being realistic with the connection that he had with Voldemort, like knowing, okay, he probably isn't going to read my mind, but what if he does? Yeah. This has to be legitimate. Yeah. That's... I think no matter what, Harry needed it for Harry's mental sake. I mean, can you imagine if somebody was like, if you, I mean, she worries about him, obviously, but can you imagine in, I don't know, I feel like he had to just get her completely out to be able to solely focus, even though truly. He, he truly can't, even though mm -hmm. he looks at the map and follows her dot while yeah. she's at Hogwarts, um, like a ton. Yeah. So, but like to protect her, um, he did what he felt was best. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how all of our memories are. Mia asks, mm. what is the best swishism or memory to come from the Half-Blood Prince era? Oh God! They all intertwine. I don't know what I say on a weekly basis. So, um, I don't know. You you give me examples because I, honest to God, I cannot remember. Yeah, come on, Pete. Scrudgemere United is always good. Is that from? That's I from, think that's from five. Is that, is from, that five? from five? I think it is. Shoot. I don't know though. Oh, maybe. Maybe it is from early six though. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Uh, yeah yeah i want you guys to give us some examples and then when we're finished with this we'll come back and see what they said when yeah. i tell you that sometimes we don't remember things we say i'm not lying i don't <laughs> i don't remember things that i've said in this episode already eileen prince <laughs> is from Sorcerer's one that's yeah that's i remember <laughs> that jimmy peaks jimmy peaks jimmy stinking peaks uh, jimmy peaks Sauce, I love Jimmy Peaks. <laughs> Six colors out of us, Jimmy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this uh, this is a good question. Steph Carr asks. The aesthetics of storms. Have you ever had to stand up? <laughs> have you ever had to stand up for yourself in front of someone in a position of authority? Yes. But I'd cannot disclose that on this podcast <laughs> i'm sure that i have it's awkward it is awkward Even i have i have person, it's awkward i have a couple times uh i haven't Meg, i haven't Meg been does put it awesome in the best boss situations in my life amen to um, that you have not and i'm not afraid to tell them how i feel so <laughs> Meg deals digs her heels in and does it. It's it's great. Yeah, not without I'm, much anxiety, but she does it. Yeah, I made one of my bosses cry one time. <laughs> if the shoe fits. <laughs> Was wheat from Should this be, book? I don't know. No, that really. I don't I know. Say, Somebody said wheat. 
Sick Hand is Real funny. KDG. And McCormick Spices is funny. McCormick, McCormick Spices. Spices. That was a good one. I like that. that was Brie good. brought that up and Mia brought up Sick Hand. <laughs> oh, the Sick Hand, yes. Oh, cat food. <gasps> cat food. Oh, that Never was a good forget. moment. That was Never a good forget. moment. Standing my ground. <laughs> sure, honey. Um, okay, I, there, I guys, there's a lot more questions, and I'm really sorry, but I'm only gonna pull one more. Okay, um, Marguerite, <laughs> sorry. what are you excited to get into in book seven? Out of it, connections. I'm excited for like the callbacks and to like make, um, to make connections to things that happen in terms of like. Like, what does this death mean for Harry? What does this moment in the book mean mean for Harry? What is this callback to which book and blah, 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 blah. Like, it's just going to be so fun. And there's so many of them. Reading it again for the first time in a long time, there are so many of them. Yeah. So. I am excited for the mentions to the other books because there's so many of them you can kind of fly by them yeah um so like slowing down to point those out um i'm excited to see harry be the one that's fully in charge mm-hmm. um i'm obviously excited for the the hollows yeah i love i love the um I'm excited to dive into like the Pepperell family mm-hmm. and seeing and I haven't looked this up yet, but like I would love to see like who they're based off of. Like if the author has like a real life tale or something like that to base oh, that story off yeah, of. I've never looked that up. I have not either. Um, Sometimes I have a hard time because like I also like like when we were rereading it, like I want to talk to you guys about things, but also like. That's why. (laughs) So I have. Okay. Truth be told, I've said a lot of things in our like besties chat, and I've had to tell myself to stop (laughs) because I don't want. I want things to be. Do you have like a doc maybe that you can just like write those things in so that you don't forget them? A lot of them happen later in the book as I'm listening. So no, but I know that I know myself well enough to know that when I'm reading my physical copy, I'll write them down. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'll remember like, oh, that because sometimes so I used to listen to the podcast just to make sure it sounded good not the content we, itself but like the actual audio and now things we like trust that. our editor right <laughs> so i used to listen to all of it and so as i was listening to us talk she i did would, that when we edited it not when bev right i did not trust you <laughs> no <laughs> i remember thinking the things that i would say and i was like oh <laughs> so i know myself so you well can trust yourself i could trust way. myself that i'll i'll remember it yeah yeah all right. Do you want to do the fan story? Yes. yes. Do it. Yes. This fan story comes from Savannah from June of 2019. That is a long time ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In different times. Mm-hmm. My name is Savannah. And sorry if this Potter story is super long and not interesting. Don't apologize about the length or whether you think it's interesting or not, because you're here and you're wonderful. My first exposure to the Potter world was when my friend showed me the Potter Puppet Pals video on YouTube, which I'm sure you all know is not anything Mm -hmm. like the actual story, so I didn't really understand why it was so popular when I thought it was really weird. Since I thought the story was just like the YouTube videos, I wasn't really interested in reading the books or seeing the movies. 
I was just too cool for that. (laughs) One day, my older cousin was talking about how he went to the premiere of Deathly Hallows Part 1 in theaters and that he thought it was good and was glad they split the book into two movies. I was thoroughly confused as I wasn't sure why my cool older cousin was into Harry Potter. Flash forward a year or two. I was babysitting my younger cousin and she had gone to sleep, so I was looking for something to do. I noticed they had all of the Harry Potter books, so I thought, why not, and picked up Sorcerer's Stone. I immediately fell in love with the series and asked my aunt if I could borrow the books. Luckily, she's not like Aunt Petunia and Mm. said yes. (laughs) I finished the books in two months and saw all the movies and got hooked. I reread the books last summer and fell in love with them all over again. I forgot about all the storylines that aren't in the movies, like SPEW, as I had been saturated with the movies since finishing the books the first time. I finished college in December and didn't get a job until the end of March when my long-term boyfriend and I broke up. So I've been in a very low place for a few months. My anxiety has been really bad. I'm constantly worrying on if I'm making the right decisions and if I'm adjusting to the adult world correctly. I remembered the calm I felt reading the books both times and decided to look up Harry Potter podcasts and came across Swish and Flick. I didn't realize how much I would look forward to listening to them on my hour commute to and from work every day. Since I only found them in the beginning of April, it is now the beginning of June, I had over 100 episodes to catch up on. Now that I'm on Goblet of Fire, I know I'm going to catch up soon and I'm wondering what I'm going to listen to on my commute to work. Listening to Swish and Flick takes me out of my anxiety and worries for two hours every day and I'm very grateful for that. I constantly talk about, quote, the Harry Potter podcast that I listen to (laughs) and when I'm thinking, Hmm. I will pause whenever I say a number or color and wait for Katie to ring the bell. (laughs) I've been sorted into Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff multiple times, but I identify as a Ravenclaw more. Sorry, Katie. Don't be sorry. Ravenclaw's great. You are who you are. Truly. Kaka. Rar. I have gotten two Patronuses as well. When I was in school, it was an Ibizin hound. Oh, those are pretty. Mm-hmm. But since graduating college, it changed to a pheasant. My that wa- is also cool. My wand is cypress wood with unicorn hair, 10 and three quarter inches and unyielding flexibility. My favorite character is Sirius Black. My mm-hmm. favorite book is Prisoner of Azkaban. My favorite movie is Deathly Hallows Part 1. Thank you for for being a safe haven for my anxiety and giving me a Potter world to dive into. I recently became a patron and I can't wait to listen to the Felix Files once I catch up with the chapters. Woo. I'll try not to let the muggles get me down and keep up the great work. Thanks, Savannah from Maryland. Savannah, you rock. Thank you, Savannah. You do rock. <gasps> Thank you so much for finding us and I'm forever just can't believe. <laughs> I can't believe that we help people and i, just, I just, literally can't. like i mean that in like this in the most loving way like oh honestly it and just blows my mind like the way that some people write and say like they some people like go to sleep to us at night how first of all no but we appreciate that and that we're like good for people's like anxiety like we're familiar um like dude same (laughs) like this helps me so much yeah like this is me this is i don't have to wear any hat except tiffany yep and i love that Mm -hmm. so like i get it that it helps your anxiety and i appreciate you telling us that like honestly i love hearing everyone's journey with us as we read them i it just makes me so happy also i'm 32 years old and still constantly worrying if I'm making the right decision trying to adjust the adult world none of us know what we're doing we're just doing our best I'm I'm 32 years old and I constantly wonder if 
the people in my life like me as much as I like them. That's my anxiety all the time. I like you a lot. Thank you. Do you like me? I like you so, so much. <laughs> you know what? Tonight will be the night that <laughs> You know, I gotta say, and like this is honestly like just a testament to Swish and to like our friendship. Like us, I never worry about us. No. I never, I never have the anxiety that it's like it's such a I don't want to say it's a dumb anxiety because anxiety is not dumb. But like, I know that I don't need to worry about those things deep down, but I am constantly thinking, do I like this person like too much? Am I overbearing? Am I texting too much? Am I like those are my anxieties all the time? I love that we are honest with each other. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. And can we just be. we just say it. Yeah. And it's not like we're harsh or anything, but like we we anticipate and know how the other person is. Yeah. In this. And so we say the things that need to be said. Yeah. Like, for example, not related to you guys. I had somebody in my classroom, like a, a student teacher, kind of. And I was like, do you want to you want to read a story? And she was like, yeah. And I immediately saw her anxiety and I was like, listen, the judgment free zone. I go, I don't want you to have anxiety about this. I'm not thinking things of you. You're just reading a story. I'm not judging you on it. It's just it is what it is. She goes, oh, my God, thank you so much for saying that. And I'm like, people need to hear that. Yeah. You know, and that's how I was. Um my relationship with I'm not I'm not her she's not my student teacher or anything like that I'm not her mentor um but like while she's in there I'm gonna try and be and the way that I was handled with somebody is like they were so kind and caring and like anticipated my needs and my feelings because like it's hard to be looked at by your peers yeah and somebody who's been teaching a decade and this classroom full of children, like, what do you think of me? Even as something as simple as it sounds to read a story to kids is high anxiety. And it just is yeah. because she does. She's never done it before. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not entered any kind of practicum student teaching experience at all. This is her first time doing it that I know of. Yeah. So like just telling her be like, dude, it's all good. You're not being judged. Just, just read. Just take a deep breath. If you fumble through your words, guess what? So do I. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, so just that's how our relationship is. Yeah. Like stuff we texted about, like me going down to my parents. Guess what? Guess who got their laptop? Couldn't post it. <laughs> <laughs> we got you. And it then it, it just it's just stuff like that where we're just real and we take care of each other. So yeah. 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 So Savannah, we we um see you. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Basically. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Forgot my book, but I pulled up a joke. <laughs> Again. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we take care of each other. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. This is kind of like a two liner, ready? Oh no. Snape's been fired from Hogwarts. They didn't even give him a Severus package. Whoa! <laughs> Should have saved that where he'd I know. done a bunk. I know. <laughs>
Uh, okay, quickly before I do social media, Mia has the update on number of chapter episode guesses. So do we all want to say what we thought, how many episodes we thought Half-Blood Prince was going to take Did us? Did we say that? We guessed. Did we? Oh, crap. Yeah. I remember doing that, but I don't remember what I said. Huh? I know. That's the fun of it. So oh, now what do you she think? she put it up. Sorry. Oh, um, I didn't look. I didn't look. I did. So go ahead. You did guess. you look? I saw Don't mine. lie to me. I saw I saw what Katie guessed, but I didn't see the others. Okay. Um, 50. I don't know. Oh, I saw, saw all mine. Yeah. I saw all of them. Yeah. Sorry. I ruined it. 65. <laughs> what is it? I don't no, know. Meg, I, I guessed 80. Meg guessed 75. And Tiffany guessed 74. So Katie was, was close. One, you skink. I think Katie what do I might win? have like legitimately. Well, okay. So I wonder if we take out all of the episodes Ooh, that weren't that. a chapter episode. Oh, because now that might actually be like an actual close little competition there. Maybe. Oh. Did I say seventy-four? She did Mia. it. Oh my god, she oh. did it. So who Mia. won? What did I say? Mia. <laughs> um, thank you, Meg. You won, you turtle. <laughs> okay, Brett. <laughs> I won. <laughs> that was so Brett. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I love his face when Woody I pops won. up. When Woody pops up, he's oh just my like, "God, I know." <laughs> so funny. Oh my gosh. Half-Blood Prince era included 77 chapter episodes, excluding all bonus episodes and non-chapter ones. Yeah, I definitely does. think Slytherin should get points for that. I mean, I'm just saying. What? No. Why? I was right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Give him two points. What? Two? Catherine. That's Slytherin. worthy of give 50. Two points. Worthy of zero. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Okay, if you want to follow us on social media, <laughs> myself and Katie are on Instagram and TikTok at the Petrus family. Vinny, <laughs> <laughs> take it back. Oh, yeah, me. No, 77 points for 77 episodes. <laughs> no, um, it says seven points. I know. I fixed point. her typo. She's oh, Louise. Uh, Tiffany is on Instagram and TikTok at tiffswish underscore flick. <laughs> 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 Oh, God. Okay, let's, um, we're running a little bit behind. Let's just say what we're reading. So let's, yes, I like that. Okay. okay. I am reading Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. I'm Are you reading. liking it? I'm loving it. Do you like it more than Fellowship? Yes. Um, right. I took a big break, obviously, to listen to Deathly Hallows three times in a row, <laughs> I think. <laughs> um, but now I'm back. I'm, I think I'm getting close to the end. I have like four hours or something left nice maybe less maybe three and some some change but yeah really like it sweet <laughs> um i am i think i might have said this last episode i'm reading a book called written in the stars uh it's due back it's on libby tomorrow so i have to finish it tonight yeah you do <laughs> um i'm almost done though i'm at the point though it's you know it's a romance novel so i'm like at the point where i know Something bad's gonna happen. Poop's gonna hit the fan. And I just don't want it to. Like, can't I just get a romance novel where, like, it's a slow build and they get together and then it's just happy? Two poops. Two poops. Two poops. So I'm not looking forward to that moment in it. And then the, I just have to say this, which isn't a book. 
but Mia, we're going to do predictions for Deathly Hallows on the first episode of Deathly Hallows, okay? Okay. Um, <laughs> but I... don't let's forget. Oh, she's Cap watching you. <laughs> Shouty Cap. Nice. Uh, one other really cool thing that I did today was I, like the adult that I am, ordered myself some Disney munchlings on Shop Disney today. And The I way she was texting me this morning. Freaking wait. Sent me pictures of things, <laughs> and I said, did you get those? And then she, was it all caps? I think so. You were like, no, I didn't know they existed, and she was very mad. <laughs> I forgot that they, they made munchling ears. She's really mad that there was ears in a blanket that she didn't know about. <laughs> it's Pluto and the Reese. What kind of Disney fan are you? Yeah, really. Sick me. Poser. <laughs> Poser. <laughs> Katie, what are you reading? Uh, Air of Fire. Get it together and finish that book already. I know, for real. I haven't been <laughs> running, and that's how I was taking okay, in sorry, reading that could information. Come is really mean. No, I know you're joking. I, that's literally how I've been taking in I'm really sad content. Munchlings. Why are your <laughs> eyes watering? I don't know because they always. I think it's because I have chronic dry eye because I'm 32. Three. How old am I? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they looked at each other like, "Is she okay?" <laughs> I'm 32. Oh my god, I'm dumb. Do you I'm remember that dumb. one time someone asked me how old I was and I was like 25 and you're like, Katie, you're 26? <laughs> no, I said 26, but I was and 25 I and was I was like, like what? My sister thought she was 38 for a whole year and she was really 37 because my brother-in-law lied to her. <laughs> <laughs> and he thought that she would figure it out, then he forgot about it, and then she had to ask me how old Marty was. <laughs> Oh, shoot. Oh, God. And she was like, wait a minute, what? She gets confused. It's Anyway, I really like the book. I just need to, like, get into the, the media. Either find another yeah, you know, way it's... to listen that I'm not distracted. because well, guess what? That's how I am. You're going to be, you know, stuck on a couch for a while. I know. Just pick up a physical copy. No, I will. She gets distracted with the physical copy sometimes. Or like, you I'll should... be like, I want to play video games or I want to do this or I want to do that. There's like, listen mm-hmm. um, while you read, listen to it while you read. Uh, it. Yeah. Meg's done that. I've done that when I need to get yeah. myself to focus. Yeah. I've done focus. that. Also, you can also focus. set timers for mm-hmm. yourself. Even if you get it's like 15 minute chunks in. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it is something put, I want to do. Put your phone real far away. Oh. It's yeah. my phone that gets me. I know what you mean. Through like and everything. It's because I listen. So I like need my phone to listen. Yeah. But then I'm just like on it and I'm like, I hate this. That's honestly mm-hmm. why I love my Kindle. Because if I'm holding my Kindle, all that's on there is books. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I always like I'm I know this is Katie's part, but like I keep trying to like read physical books and it's just not in the it's I'm not in that season of life right now. Yeah. I just you know, can't do it. It is what it is. And I I'm do, dying to turn a page. <sighs> I read um. a lot more when I listen. I mean, the the so. Deathly Hallows one is different because I'll sit down and I'll do a chapter at a time. Yeah. I haven't done that's it in a, I haven't done it in a while, but that's the only physical one that I'm reading right now. But it's just too hard. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Uh, good idea to listen to a book like or while you, can you do, do or fold laundry. Do dishes. Yeah. True. Do dishes. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I almost like don't allow myself, which is not good, allow myself the time to like slow down and read. So it's like, I feel like I gotta do this. I gotta do that. So you if I like do. plug it in. Schedule it. Like yeah. this is part of my schedule. Yeah. It's good you're for right. your brain. You're mm-hmm. correct. It's good for your brain and your anxiety and, and your mood. 
You're absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bree, come put away my mountains of laundry. I literally have. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Oh, I understand. Anyways. what Did you want to say anything else, Katie? We kind of took over your part. <gasps> no. Katie's getting surgery in three days. Woo! Mm-hmm. So, well, I'm getting, send all the I'm healing little, vibes our way. A little nervous. but It's going to be okay. You're going to be so fine. You're Thank doing you. this so that you can get to but get back to running. I know. I miss it. I didn't realize how much I'd miss it till I couldn't do it. That, that she was went, your brain thing. <laughs> she went too. to the gym yeah. and did the treadmill once mm-hmm. and then hurt her arm. I mean, knee. I run with my arms. Did you know that? <laughs> what the heck just happened? I don't know what's wrong with me, okay? Yeah, please send all of the healing vibes to Kate. Yeah, she's going to do great. Super um, appreciate it. I'm off Thursday, Friday, and obviously all weekend with her. So we're going to hang out. I got a buddy to help me all over the house. And my mom is going to come and stay with us probably for a little bit. So it's going to be good. Um, Congratulations to Gryffindor. Marguerite won bingo. Dude, Marguerite's how many weeks in a row is that? I think that it's we're winning. four. Marguerite's four. Slaying. Heck yeah. There were a lot of. Uh, Griff's in the chat tonight. There were a lot mm-hmm. of Slytherins in the chat tonight. As Shout well. out to all my lions in the chat tonight. You guys are the real ones. And a lot of a couple of you, I feel like, are new. Um, and then we've I got agree. some heavy hitters showing up week after week, and I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, this is probably the most Slytherins I've seen in the chat in months. So shout out to you guys too. Thank you for evening it out, <laughs> Venetia. <Yeah>. Vinny, you're <laughs> a silly. I love you. When was the last time you were grounded, husband? Hmm. Um, hmm. the house standings, I'm pretty sure, are the same. Also, we have not added in the points yet for the YouTube live Q and A, which I. I really do, do truly promise to do um, very soon. Still in fourth. Listen, the Griff- I think Gryffindor is going to get a lot of um, get a going to get a lot of points for the YouTube live Q&A. So first is still Ravenclaw. Second is Hufflepuff. Third is Slytherin. And fourth is Gryffindor. Hmm. However, I do feel like the points are finally like getting close enough where it like maybe feels like a competition like for a long time there was just like no one was contesting ravenclaw but now we're um we're getting we're all getting a little closer closer yeah i really wish we weren't in the six thousands we should slither and broke seven thousand tonight woo woo anyways (laughs) (laughs) i can't believe that this is over um i cannot believe it either i just guys it's crazy this is for all our half-blood prince moments um there were some big ones we obviously sasa retired her podcasting um that was a huge moment a lot of laughs happened. A lot of weird conversations went you had a down. Baby. I had a baby. We moved. <laughs> Eats we a moved. boy. <laughs> they moved. Did we get Phil with him this time? Yeah, we did. A lot has happened in Half Blood Prince. Oh man! So we got a baby human. We got a baby dog. <laughs> it's just it's been it's been great, and we want to thank you, listeners, you swishers. 
for sticking with us. Um, hopefully we gain some more people um, as we round out this original reread. Um, I know that we're all really excited to start seven. I think we're going to take a cute little look back before we move forward. So, from Tasha, this is to all the shenanigans that happened during Half-Blood Prince. <laughs> yes. Here's to Love you, it. honey. All right. Here we go. I can't believe I'm saying this again. That concludes this book. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. And don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing. Just my voice. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's seven, over. It's seven, seven, seven. seven. <laughs> oh man. Crazy town. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what the heck? Don't, don't hurt someone. I'm afraid. Take your time. I can't. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Nobody even understands. <laughs> I'm trying to twist it, Angelina. It won't twist.